The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Hello everyone. You're welcome to Leadership Podcast. It is yet another edition of The Big Issue. And of course, as usual, today is back full. Very, very big. And critical issue of the day, and as usual, my in-house analysts are here, and of course, I see them opening with reasonable action to take you on the big issue as they come. And we have Paul Agoya, a regular panelist, and of course, um, Tunde Obunjola. Thank you for having You're well welcome. And of course, without taking much of your time, the big issue of the day. It's the call by Zamfara Governor Belo Matawale for a state of emergency in Northern States as well as negotiation bandits. The governor's call came barely 24 hours after bandits attacked the Nigerian Defense Academy in Kaduna. Matawale, who made the call while addressing police personnel posted to the state by the AIG in charge of Sokoto, KB, and Zafara State, everywhere was under attacks by bandits. The governor condemned the attack on the Nigeria Defense Academy, saying no place was safe in the entire northern region. And of course, I think it would be very, very appropriate for us to just take it in his own words. Matawale said, it is unfortunate if the bandits can go up to NDA and kidnap the officers. I think the government has to look into it and declare a state of emergency on security. Some people have been calling on the government to declare a state of emergency on education and other sectors. But I think the state of emergency has to be declared first on security so that the security personnel can be mobilized to be more purposeful in some parts of the country and deal with this criminal. Calling for negotiation for bandits, the governor said many of our rural areas are inaccessible as a result of banditry and the bandits have taken over some parts of the state. Just yesterday we concluded with repentant bandits to secure the release of the people that were kidnapped in Bini village. About 82 of them and people were there to receive them. Well, by the mass surrendering of Boko Haram. The government has been giving us the impression that the, the war on insurgencies has come to an end. The attack on NDA on Tuesday. I think uh, the level of security doesn't seem to have reduced. So, how can we blame the power state of emergency in the northern region? Absolutely not, Judge. Uh, let me take you back to 2006. What happened in Israel? Uh, if you recall, uh, Galit Shalit, the former Israeli soldier, uh, was kidnapped uh, by Palestinian uh, militants. Five years after, the state of Israel had to release about about 1,000. 27 Palestinian militants in Israeli jail for one life. 
what am, what, what am I trying to say? The value of life in Nigeria. The value of life in the state of Israel. The Israeli value life. While in Nigeria, the opposite. Would you blame Matawali? He's frustrated. The, the situation has gone beyond his control. He is inundated daily by the one all warrant the, the want, wanton killing of people in Zafara by Rakta group called bandit, but I prefer to call them terrorists, who have in the gorilla style have become an impressive army of their own waging war against the Nigerian state. This is a site. The pharmaceutical clash is there. The Boko Haram insurgency is still there with us for over 10 years now. So who blame the, the chief executive? Is it is it seen as the chief security officer of the state without powers? And every day he keep on receiving reports of sadness, sorrow, and anguish. If you are the chief executive of the state and your people are daily being killed, maimed, raped, pushed into down the poverty line because of ransom, eh, orchestrated by bandits, you, you may not have a choice than to call state of emergency yes um paul i think um most nigerians have the opinion that they call for them by the governor the state of emergency association of bandits yes seem to be the clear indication that like, whatever strategy government is using in tackling insecurity is not working so the governor seems to be saying please let's move to another level yes more drastic mission yes you know when the passenger declared them a state of emergency on the plateau. Most people so, call it a draconian approach. Many lawyers say it's unconstitutional. Yeah, and the governor is asking for such, and you know him to be the state of emergency. Like that state of emergency. It's, not, it's not necessary. It, it won't lead to the removal of uh, the political structure of the state. You mean? Yes. Think so. It only to uh, the over of political structure. No, but before you say so, let's look what type of emergency is Metawale coming. What is it the mm -hmm. time that gives priority to insecurity, mm -hmm. like they do in education sector? They um, declare a state of emergency on the on 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 the on, on the on the health sector, and the rest is that is talking about or is talking about that constitutional that at the end of the day they say. If you must declare such, a, uh, such a, an emergency, it must pass through legislation through the National Assembly. That's why they call it a constitution. Yeah, any, because Obasi just did his own. Anyhow, the administration wants to have going through the National Assembly, fine. Increased funding. The most important thing, government attention will be on insecurity. How to nip in the ball the incessant killings of Nigerians. But, uh, sorry to put yeah. If the kind of emergency that Awale is talking is the type that seems to call attention to a particular thing, yes, attention has been on security. Look at our budget, look at the budget for defense in 2020. 
It's about 2.1 billion dollars. If there is a state of emergency, the president can rally the national assembly. Let us increase funding. Let us buy specialized equipment for the military. But um, security mm -hmm. had taken... Let us increase our intelligence powers. Security had mm -hmm. taken the lion's share and in we, our budget. In the past. And we can declare this. Nigeria can declare no-fly zone around certain area to forestall and close all borders. Then they can strategize. Cage these ragtag uh, uh, terrorists uh, and end this wanton killing once and for all. We can do that for, for a period of six months. And I can show you that if a state of emergency is declared, Nigeria will start seeing positive results. All attention will be on how to end this incessant killing of Nigeria. Thank you for the state of emergency being harvested by Batawani. You think it's just the ordinary state of emergency that draws attention? Because the time most Nigerians feel is calling has to do with the one where all democratic institutions will be suspended. And of course, that means the legislature will cease to be functional. The governor will even vacate his office as, as governor. Well, I believe your question is coming on the premise that um, the word state of emergency has been used as a toy over the years. It has been played with a different sector. And this is not what we say state of emergency. That is not what we say state of emergency. As a leader, you must be decisive. You must be purposeful. And you must carry everyone along. One very good thing, Matawali, before you say, okay, Bantry is not only affecting his um, states. Fortnight ago, the, the governor of Castina said it's better to buy arms than to negotiate. But so that's how he said. So he said. So now, Matawali on his other part is saying, let's negotiate with bandits. At the Castina end, they said, we will fight them using the local vigilante group, the community. See, the fact the SA to the governor said, said for you to get the proper shot is not more than seven hundred thousand. That's saying if they even make their budgets, they've planned a model to attack this money is called this community. While on the other hand, Governor Matawali said he's calling for a state of emergency. Now, before you say you are calling for a state of emergency, you have to dialogue, seek the consent of all other governors. Experiencing this um, issue of insecurity. Now, we cannot be using different approach. This also show uh, a very big lacuna, a big hole in the, the in terms of insecurity. I think the, the NSA's office has to do much. They have to keep in touch, in tandem with these governors, so that they can take a purposeful action. You are not just fighting only one thing. You are fighting Boko Haram terrorists. They are fighting Iswa. The farmers and others crisis like uh, Paul just said. So all these issues, we have to come up with a purposeful action to deal decisively with insecurity. We cannot keep doing these things the same way and expect different results. Why you are giving them, uh, why you are negotiating with them, the other person is killing them, I think they will just leave the zone and collecting money, still buying arms, 
This is not the first time Matawale will be calling for sale of the bandits. And I believe they've been giving money to these bandits. Yes. Um, Shagumi, we saw it in the, in the clear. It's in the public. Shagumi will go, give money to these bandits, alongside security agents. At that moment, can't you arrest them? They are all there with you, collecting money, receiving money. What are they using this money for? You are in the bush. What? Okay. Now, he said, let's demonstrate with bandits. It is crystal clear. The United Letter people, they are stating for that they have been deprived of their rights. They have been deprived of their land. They cannot go to farm. They cannot use their water. It is clear that, yes, the agitation is clear. Now, when you say you are negotiating with bandits, on what basis? What did the government steal from them? Or what did the government take from them? You cannot keep doing this and expect different results. Please, let's harmonize. The ACF came up today. I mean, yesterday, you we asked to get a wireless call for state of emergency. They said that um, the declaration of the state of emergency by the president is illegal because it's contrary to the provisions of the 1999 constitution. And of course, they said that even the state of emergency declared on states like um, Latu by Obasi um, was illegal, and that even if they had taken him to court, at the end of the day, so now in this regard, Tawale is calling for a state of emergency. Is it that he would have contacted his fellow government and there is a congress of opinion among them that such state of emergency? Has he been consulted the presidency in this state of emergency? Nigerians are frustrated. Nigerians are frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm leading in sadness, heavy heart. Uh, the current uh, development in the country. It is not good for our nation, it's not good for our economy. Millions of Nigerians have been as, as sinking into poverty daily as a result of insecurity. We will not feel the impact man, until like, in the next two years when agricultural produce will start running short of food. Because how, how many, many farmers, farmers go to farms? Yes, how many farmers <laughs> go to farms? People bribe, people have to pay bandits, people have to pay gangs in order to assess their farm, farmlands. Sure. Communities raise money to pay bandits monthly uh, for their own security. Are we saying the Nigerian state has failed? Are these ratted groups more than the Nigerian state, non-state actors? It is a call for action by the federal government. They are in charge of the coercive instrument of power in this country, the military. The attack on, uh, on, uh, on NDA is a sign that, look, we are failing. We have not failed, but we are failing. Look at the statements by government officials. To me, they are defeated. It shows that, look, we are on the defense. Think this what, uh, what you are actually saying, eh? Uh, we should be what you are actually saying. Uh, what are you actually saying? Uh, I think this is the kind of line of thought that uh, made uh, what this man is this man that spoke in channels uh, when you now started your military military years. Yes. Say the he said the uh, uh, the, from the from the presidency in Asuro, there are people there the cabinet, the cabinet, the civil service, the civil service 
Sympathizers and sponsors of insecurity. And yet, they've not been exposed. They've not been. Uh, they've not been charged to court. Allegation is waiting. I've even heard that the the federal government has issued a query to Chinese television for airing that kind of uh, offensive and uh, inciting kind of. Uh, what? Well, no, 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 no. I think uh, let's get this guy. Mm -hmm. The query was based on the fact that as the presenter, he did not interrogate the, the governor's speech. You know, just allow it to go. So when somebody makes such a ticket issue interrogate that or issue general, a, a disclaimer on that, that's on the basis that the query was given. It was Governor Tom's comment. Okay. Well, um, let's just quickly take a short break. Don't off that dial, don't touch the dial, and of course, don't go offline. We'll be back in a moment. The big issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Alright, you're welcome back from that very short break. You know, we just went to do some kind of publicity here and there. Of course, this is the big issue in leadership podcast. And of course, the topic, big issue for the day is Governor Metala Wireless call for state of emergency negotiation for bandits. Well, don't forget to send in your comments. Our viewers, comments have been so, so, so contributing to this program because it has helped us in, helped in shaping most of the discussion and setting the agenda here. So as we go along, we expect that your comments will be trickling in for interrogation. And meanwhile, before we continue, I think. It was not only Matawali that reacted to the attack on the Nigeria Defense Academy. Most Nigerians reacted to. I think the leadership podcast, the leadership podcasting, went to the street and interviewed Nigerians and got their reaction. I think it would be better at this point. Let's just watch and hear what other Nigerians on the street had to say about the attack on MDA. By bandits. On Monday, 24th August 2021, Nigeria Defense Academy was attacked by Daredevil bandits. Findings showed that the security of the prestigious academy was compromised as the criminals breached the security fence, kidnapped an officer, and killed two others. Today, Leadership Podcast was live in the streets of Abuja to gather the views of Nigerians on the attack amidst growing tension and uncertainty over the spate of insecurity in the country. Here are opinions. My advice is that let everybody work according to what they should do given to them. Because if you are if you are if you are choose to be a security, you must do your work effectively and when someone you choose to be a security man fail in his duty everything go bad uh, i feel embarrassed as a nigerian for such a thing to happen in our premises though such a thing has been happening ever before now but which i think governments will have been be able to do some certain thing on top of it 
before it gets to this level. And see, we still need to do, government need to take uh, very urgent action to stop all these kind of hearts. It's a sad one to hear. It's sad to hear and difficult to believe that um, bandits can invade, you know, a very high security place. It's quite a pity that uh, a country as large and as great as Nigeria is, that such a thing will happen. It's also something that a country should be thinking about, that government as now should be running health as to try to fix, because if that can happen to NDA, means that nobody, nobody is safe. That even those that are in, in the presidential villa, they are not safe. That it can happen. Yes, uh, it's actually unfortunate. You know, uh, the General Defense Academy is looked at as one of the formation of the military that should have never been infiltrated this way, you know. But uh, it's unfortunate. The, well, according to a source, I heard that uh, some of the surveillance, you know, staffs were asleep when it, when it happens. It was unfortunate. But to me, I look at it as uh, still reluctant from the federal government because uh, these bandits are everywhere. <laughs>
and picked out from various places and, and nothing happened. I don't uh, subscribe to self-defense, but if it had to get to it, for, because self-preservation is the first thing in life, every human being must find a way to defend him or herself. We need to defend ourselves. In terms of just being at large and be uh, security conscious. Nigerian government cannot, don't allow people to keep guns, right? Because they thought the government can protect you. But obviously the government cannot protect anyone. I think the government should somehow, to some percentage, allow people to defend themselves by allowing them to buy guns or whatever. You don't have a gun and government, you call the police today if you have a problem. You think police will appear today? <laughs> you just get killed. So the government should allow people to, to some instance, some extent, have weapons to protect themselves. People should protect themselves. I mean, because the government cannot protect you. If the government cannot protect itself, the NDA cannot protect itself. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> well, you, could, you can see what Nigerians are actually saying out there. And of course, you see in the streets, most of most Nigerians, I think there was a confluence of opinion among them. And what they said there as a solution was absolutely in support of them. Katsina said, who said, ask the people of Katsina to take up arms and defend themselves. And I think that is what most of the Nigerians have been able to uh, actually say. Because the attack on any means nowhere is safe. Oh, well, we started having comments from our viewer there, and of course we have a Deboya, a Debayo Amodu, and he has this to say: We need to wake up before Nigeria becomes Afghanistan. Indeed, we need to wait. We need to. You, can, you remember that there was a time mm. somebody said to I forgot who said that that if guys not mm. taking Nigeria, we go to Afghanistan with us. The Minister of Information mm -hmm. Online Mohammed and said, uh, came out and said Nigeria can never go to We are daily exhibiting features of the state. As if we don't we lack leadership, as if we don't we, we don't have direction. And we have a president and commander in chief. One of the most powerful presidents going by the powers in the hands of the president. Yeah. Plus, let me yeah. cut you short. I think somebody here has that they've taken it off. We have a comment like Samaila Magaji is saying it's like we don't have a government. We do. We, we, we do have a government, but uh, the government needs to wake up to its responsibility. You have a government, and yeah. the state government is telling its people that look, they should arm themselves. Well, let's let's say, say, what do you say the government, like, since we don't have uh, a government, we have governments, but what we need is the will to harness themselves to face this battle. One thing, one thing is, um, I would, this take me back to the issue of uh, late General Sani Abacha, who said, if the security lasts more than 24 hours, the government has a hand in it. And that oh, is what the general, the, the retired general said in Channel's television. Would you blame me? Channel is being queried. It's not only him. Millions of Nigerians are getting frustrated daily by the action and inactions of government. Let me tell you, two years ago, I was in my local government in Delhi State. I was moving from my father's village to my mom's village. I was shocked. 15 kilometers. I went through more than 10 checkpoints, manned by militia. I was shocked. Manned by militiamen, intercommunal clashes. 
These are some of the problems we are facing in this country. We allow problems to fester to the point that we cannot control, we can manage inter-ethnic, inter-tribal, inter-religious, inter-communal clashes everywhere. In Benue State, versus Ebony, Ebony versus Cross River. The southern capital is, is like what a post Hesman versus farmers. Hesman versus farmers. Or Tom versus president. And to, 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 to also, to also uh, shock you, cities are now being divided into two. Look at what is happening in Joss. Look at the, the sub two division in, in Kaduna. Kaduna South and Kaduna North. Whether you like it or not, the politicians will tell you that everything, all is well. But all is somewhere where Nigerians are beginning to live along religious affiliation, ethnic and religious affiliation. It's dangerous. And as the president is the father of the nation, we are his children. If your children are fighting, if you are not the first two to fight and you didn't say anything, the second, the second, the other set, fine. You didn't say anything. How, what would you tell the third set that they should stop? They will remind you, they will refer you that when the, the first two fought, you didn't say anything. And government must not show any affiliation to any ethnic group or region. The president was elected as commander in chief of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, not one province or one region. Not president of Finland. Not president of Fulani, not president of Hausa, not president president of Yoruba, Igbo, Idoma, Igalati, Biron, and Gas. T. Eh? He is the president of Nigeria. President of over 200 million people. In the, in the, in the international community, we are being laughed with the people who are being looked at, upon as if we are not serious. We don't take our matter serious. How can investors take us serious? You are yearning for foreign direct investment and you cannot manage yourself. People cannot travel easily within the country. Who, who invests in a country that is in crisis? And Nobody course, who wants to invest in a country that, in crisis. That, that reminds me. That Metawali, Governor Metawali, also accused politicians of fueling insecurity for the only is a politician okay. but nobody has has, yes. has the board to mention him i think let's look at this because let's just so? see what the governor said in this regard okay. because that aspect is very important metawali said they they said things took a dramatic turn with the issue given political coloration by a section of politicians People saw the progress we made as a threat to their political survival and began making disparaging efforts to undermine our achievements. He said those acts of sabotage were the beginning of the ugly turn of event. We're talking about political things, you understand? Yes, of course. Why giving money to bandits? You are enriching them. That's again already. The governor of uh, Niger State said in his cabinet. There are people giving information directly to the bandits. Each time we go after to industry. After after just discussing how to curb this insecurity, there's in every effort is already in the hands of the bandits. So how can you fight that effectively? Now, in the northwest zone where bandit layers are getting way over there, the terrain is like a forest. It's every forest. You understand me? Now, when you say you want to use military 
to fight bandits. The military first, it will take them time to get acclimatized with the environment. That takes me to the issue of state policing. If we have this state policing in, in place already, I think this whole issue will, will also be caught. How it started? Okay, a few days ago in my community, in Nasarawa State there, a phone was, they uh, tactically used magic to steal a phone from me. And she quickly reported the incident to the NAT force. And all they did is, okay, describe him and let me see. And the NAT force said, we know him. We didn't invest with farmers, they fish out this boy, and the phone was recovered. Okay, now, this, uh, this same can be extended. When the state police are being replaced, you will know that, yes, you know the bad boys, which can tomorrow become a bandit. You understand? Okay, now, in, in Zafara, for instance, we all know that there are, there are illicit mining of gold. We know this. We know that there are rustlings, cow rustlings everywhere. All this is a problem. But I think I'll disagree with the governor why I said we should give money to them. I totally disagree with giving money to bandits. Well, I would support that. Yes, yes, that is the point. I yeah. would support that. Because at the end of the day, let me just make a point here. Last weekend, where governors, very, very, very prominent Nigerians, past president and vice president, converged on Kanu for the president's son's wedding, Yusuf's wedding. Yes. The first person to hire at those politicians was Shegumi. Let me say, innocent children, like the Salamia children, and victims of uh, abduction are somewhere in the bush, in the bush suffering. suffering. And and the politicians are there going for such celebrations. Mm -hmm. But somebody's reaction to that said, why is Kumi always particular about coming to give ransom on the bandit? As if he himself is benefiting mostly from that. Don't discourage that. Don't discourage giving money to bandits. I'm not in support. Ransom to bandit has encouraged lawlessness. As a state, we look at group collecting money. The more you give money to bandits, you are sinking Nigerians into poverty. Sure. Let's yeah. call it. Yeah. You are sinking Nigerians into poverty. You are also telling the international community that the state is weak against non-state actors. The state is weak. How can you be taken serious in the community of nation? Now, Paul. Eh? Now that, um, now that Governor Matawali is coming out to say that the government should negotiate with bandits. And the Ariwa consultative forum in their reaction yesterday supported dialogue for bandits, saying that it has always believed that if the government negotiates with the bandits and Nigerians are better off, nothing is wrong with How it. How can you dialogue with criminals? You can't dialogue with criminals. The only you thing, if, they don't have, they don't have if what I will say in this case, I will advise government to deploy what, what in the international, uh, in the in diplomacy. Uh, is described as a uh, gunboat diplomacy. You are negotiating, but you, you, you keep on, you sustain gunfire. You su sustain gunfire on the target group. Government should not go and sit down and say, look, we want to negotiate with uh, bandits. Sustain gunfire on them. Show them that the state is more powerful. You cannot defeat the state. You cannot be more powerful than the state. The state is a combination 
capital of the entire Kwasi element of power. Regardless of what these bandits must have acquired eh, illegally through the borders, eh, government should sustain the fight against them. Broke all their sources of survival. When it even happened that these people, these bandits attacked a military formation like the Nigeria Defense Security, what would have expected that the way military forces, security forces would have gone to the forest? No overwhelming reaction. Yes. And of course, somebody had told me that we are attacking NDA, that this time around we should just watch out and see what the military will do. That is, what are we saying? Like Bob Mali's new situation. Statement. Destruction now. My fear is that we shouldn't get to the stage where Mexico is now in the fight against rock gangs. Mexico is somehow helpless. I pray we don't get to that stage. Where we, we, we don't know what to do. We can't we can't we can't go the way of Afghanistan or Syria. So government has to do something. Well um that is the mode we can take for today's edition of the big issue. And of course, like you heard one of our very, very vibrant analysts saying here oh, that Nigeria may go the Afghanistan way. Well, if it happens, you are not safe. I am not safe. As citizens, you will be. It will be rush hour for us. Perhaps it will happen the way it happened in Afghanistan, where people were holding on to a moving aircraft to escape. Well, it is left for us. I think the less we fall. Well, thank you very much, Paul, for a very wonderful session. The big issue, and of course, to me. Well, join us next time and tomorrow, same time for another edition of the big issue. For now, say it's a very big goodbye. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.